going on everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Chell Stars podcast. This week there isn't too too much to talk about so we're going to be discussing uh, the Canucks and the wonderful start to the season. The last few games that they've had. Uh, Kyle's Avalanche and a few other teams as well we'll throw in there. We'll also be doing our weekly trivia and fan questions which came from Instagram. So Max, I'll kick it off to you brother. Thank you, Mikey, and welcome back. Uh, we missed you. I think Kyle uh, is glad you're back, and he, so he didn't have to do the intro. <laughs> yeah, I missed you the most, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I took that little bit out. I didn't want to be too harsh on Kyle today. <laughs> you said you are going to rip on me. I was waiting for it. Yeah, no, I was going to, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll rip you during the podcast. It's fine. All right, well, we can move on to... Uh, we only have really a few very minor uh, news recap for you before we can move on. Um, just the other day, uh, Phil Kessel uh, is the new Iron Man of the NHL, uh, skating in 990 consecutive games, which is pretty insane if you think about that. I think it dates back about 13 years, which is insane. Jeez. Yeah, it's insane. That's a lot of game, consecutive games. That, yeah, and that, no kidding. And that's a lot of Coca-Cola. <laughs> and hot dogs. That's and the thing. All the people, that's that's who it is. Like, Yeah. I, absolutely. I love that. Totally. I love that it's Phil Castle. And I feel like everybody kind of loves Phil Castle. How can you not? How, yeah, you can't hate that guy. Yeah. And you're right, Aaron. Like, who better to have that Iron Man streak that <laughs> everyone kind of everyone kind of like makes fun of him because like eats hot dogs, drinks coke, but uh, you know doesn't really look like your typical like athlete. But yeah, that's a lot, that's a remarkable stat to be honest. He doesn't really have the physique of an Iron Man, but he made it happen. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll- all factors were against him, and he still succeeded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he doesn't play an overly physical game, so players that play that hit a lot are more um, are bound to get injured more often as well. That is a little bit I've seen online, some controversy about the fact that he has had some of those games where he's only played like a shift and then left just to keep that streak. I'm curious what your guys' opinion are on whether that makes it not as, I don't know, true in a sense that it is really Iron Man, if he's just doing that to keep it. Uh, yes and no. Still the thrill, so whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I think it was only earlier earlier in the season that happened once, I think is... He played his wife was having a child. Yeah, there was that one specific one where he left because of the baby. Mm. Fair enough. Um but I think you're going to worry about just not playing quite as physical. But still, I mean, yeah. clearly, 990, did you say it was, Max? Yep. You can't really argue that, no matter what. Like a thousand games without missing due to injury, playing ice professional ice hockey. That's, that's really quite a stat. Especially when you think, like, maybe one guy on each team a year will play all 82 games, if that. Yeah. That's true. So to, to play that many seasons in a row... And don't forget COVID. Oh yeah. How how that's impacted basically everyone. I, w- I wonder how many people, how many players have Ooh. gone through these last few seasons playing every game. That's actually a really good point. I didn't think about COVID. That's even more impressive. COVID is yeah. Hot dogs. Yeah, that means he dodged COVID. all the. He dodged all the like the false negatives, <laughs> all the all the COVID outbreaks. That's impressive as heck. Holy smokes. Yeah. It's more impressive the more you think about it. <laughs> yeah. So here's hoping he can get 10 more mm-hmm. and continue on from there. Who, who cares? <laughs> a thousand more. <laughs> okay. A thousand more. <laughs> Does anyone know, in all seriousness, know what the record is? Does well, this, is this like all time? Like there's yeah. nobody, he, right? Well, yeah. you asked Yandel. Who so was who was before this? Mm-hmm. It was Yandel. 800 or 989? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was Yandel, and there's some other guy from like the 80s or 90s. Is there anybody that's close to Kessel? I guess that was my oh. point. I didn't phrase that very well. Not in the Great top question. five. I saw the top five, and the only like current one is him. Hmm. 
Number five was Park Patrick Marlowe, who obviously oh, okay. yeah. retired. Jeez. Uh, I don't know who else would yeah. be the closest. Andrew Cogliano was close, but oh. then he got suspended a couple of years back <laughs> for some really chintzy thing. Um, Brett Burns, 685. Mm. Damn. Okay. Is the closest, but... Uh, wow. That's a while. Yeah, it's going to be a long time until somebody catches them. Then. Bur- Burns ain't making Oh, God, no. Yeah, that's a pretty cool stat here. Um, moving on to news earlier from this morning. Uh, I mean, wait, 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 hold, the... hold up one sec. Oh, you got it. So no, 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 no. This is just a wild stat at the bottom of this list. So the record for most games played in a row by a goalie is five hundred and three. Holy wow! Shit. That's a record that will never be broken. Yeah, no. <laughs> what do wow. you know year that is from? Uh, 1955 to 1962. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, fair. Glenn Hall. Hmm. Who was also built like Phil Kessel. Oh, no, no, he wasn't. He was <laughs> I thought he was a bigger guy. Maybe that was later in his career. <laughs> Interesting. That is never getting broken. Yeah. Anyways, Kyle, you got any more fun facts? No, 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 no. Um, I got more coming up with the trivia, but that's it for now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, so like I was saying from earlier this morning, we got news of Brad Marchand returning from injury. Uh, I believe he was supposed to still be about exactly like a month left on his recovery time from, I believe it was both hip surgeries, or, you know, both sides, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy that he's returned that quick um not that canucks fans like him so i don't know why i'm saying because <laughs> he's on your fantasy team you have to be happy so. about it somewhat because he cooked tonight that's why he cooked well, he How he four points in his debut uh, no way three three or four yeah he had like seven he had two points. goals yeah two goals and uh assist yeah. Holy it's safe to say he's not that rusty. <laughs> and, yeah. and the game winning goal. Oh, and and a face off win. <laughs> oh. What matters? <laughs> one for one in the dot, that's why I had a good game. You, go. you know what, uh <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> one for one. Uh you know what uh you know what I call call it when Marshawn cooks? What do we? Yeah. <laughs> all, all of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I hope, hope I don't know. He can't come back early. That's a big, uh, big surgery he had. So, um, I know personally, I was staying away from him in fantasy. Not just the fact that he's missing time, but the fact that I wasn't super confident he'll return to form right away because that's quite a, quite an operation. But, I mean. Sure, if he if he comes back to form, Boston's playing well, so it's good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to say, Corey. Is I was about to say, oh, I I don't know if he's going to be good for the first month while he catches up, but um, I'm glad you get Mikey said that he was cooking before I said that, or else it would have sounded like an idiot. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, when's McAvoy? Uh, to return uh, uh, end of December yes hmm. still a little bit but yeah Marshan's yeah. already uh, reported to not play like a back-to-backs they play tomorrow mm-hmm. but he's not going to be playing that so but it seems like he's not as rusty mm-hmm. 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 yeah I mean that pretty much that yeah. about does it for all the news here <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe that the two injured players that that I drafted were Landeskog and McAvoy, and they're the two that are going to take the longest to get back. And I just completely avoided Marchand. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you get him in the draft? Uh, In our ninth, he was my nineteenth player. Jeez Louise. Well. Good for you. For, <laughs> for you guys listening, it's a 16 league, so 109th he went, which is pretty pretty good, I think. 
I wasn't expecting him to be back this early. Well, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Yeah, I guess that's all the immediate uh, recent news. Uh, we will get to the Canucks in a second. Um, but we did have some questions uh, from listeners about our podcast name, um, Telestars, and what is the origin around that? Um, well, if you don't know, Chell has become pretty... Uh, common slang in the hockey community for NHL, <clears throat> shortened to Chell, although adding a letter, it is a, <laughs> a, 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 a abbreviated, a, abbreviated uh, uh, version. Um, and it's common for the uh, video game, uh, just called Chell. Uh, if I were to use it in a sentence, I would say, hey, do you want to Chell? Um, or <laughs> how about some tell? Um, I, what, uh, might be, do you want to rip some gel? Ooh, rip some gel. Are these all direct quotes from Mikey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the stars just kind of came about. It was our fantasy hockey league name was Chell Stars. And, uh, that we just kind of continued the moniker and that's kind of been our, been our tight knit group. Um, yeah. Chell stars kind of flows off the tongue. I like it. Sounds good. And, uh, so if you're wondering what the heck is a chell, um, <laughs> that's a chell. Yeah. That, that is a chell. And, and I think it goes with, uh, or, I think we should mention um, that there's a sixth member of the Chell Star group as well, Rayhan, who um, is a doctor, so he's not able to join us ever. He's too smart for us. Yeah. He's not for us anymore. We will get we will get him on at at, uh, at some point here, but yes, we do have a uh, sixth member, Rayhan. Um. Yeah. So if you're wondering now, wonder no longer. Um. And now we're kind of opening it up, and now anyone can can join us as a listener and be a be a Chell star with us. <laughs> um, okay. For the naming rights with some dogs hotel in oh no West Georgia. <laughs> oh yes, let's let's not get into that. We should, we definitely should get it. We should get a trademark and copyright going uh, immediately following this this podcast. Actually, yeah, that is a, that is a good point. Yeah. Where where was that? Was it a hotel or something? What'd you say? What was it, Kyle? A dog hotel in what in some sort of <laughs> yeah five <old> belt state. <laughs> yeah, they yes, that's uh, yeah potentially our, our our lawyers have advised us not to comment any further. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into it. and as I'm saying here, um, it appears the Canucks just. Scored. Uh, we're watching live the Seattle. Oh and my Vancouver. god, they did! Holy shit! Corey's ahead Canucks of us. <laughs> left Where, scored, uh, the go-ahead goal. Um, oh, it looks like. Did Luke oh, what an ugly one. one! Or Luke or or, or Patterson here. Um, I play by play. Wow! Some. <laughs> uh, looks like PD got the tip in. And Canucks have gone up four to three in the third period uh, against Seattle. So um, while we're we're doing this uh, podcast tonight, we're anxiously hoping Canucks can get their first win. Um, I'm not gonna don't want to get too ahead of myself as, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna head into some Canucks talk now. Um, uh, how they're doing so far, which is not great. Uh, a couple. <laughs> More losses since we last spoke to you uh, since last week. Uh, lost the home opener against Buffalo. Uh, also lost uh, at home to Carolina. And uh, currently playing uh, Seattle right now. And they've made a trade. Maybe let's uh, discuss the trade really quick. Um, if uh, uh, Max or Kyle, one of you has the, um, the players, the names for that one. 
Yeah, I got I, it. Uh, I got nothing else to contribute to this part. That, that's fair. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so the Canucks acquired um, Bruins fourth line forward Jack Stadnika, um in return for prospect Jonathan Myrenberg and goaltending kind of prospect Michael DiPietro. Yeah, what's what's the uh, record? Anyone have the uh, the uh, info on these these players here? I don't think Studnika is very interesting. He's just going to be your like fourth line grinder type. Um, it was I kind of that picture he... I seen on Twitter that I put on the Instagram group that kind of like yeah, I didn't like that. It just like that's the biggest thing that this guy said was. Canucks just traded their best right shot defense prospect as well as a former Team Canada World Junior goalie for a player who can be a 14th forward on a healthy Canucks group. Yeah. I understand getting rid of the goalie because he's not really going to make our lineup at this point, but the defense part really throws me off. Like, this guy is 19. He hasn't even really proved himself yet, and we're just going to get rid of him and get another forward that we don't really need. Doesn't really make sense. I think we did it just to fill Lazar's spot for the time being because he was that third, fourth line forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's kind of the reason once Lazar comes back, you'll be seeing Jason back in the AHL. Yeah. I, I mean, I think uh, DiPietro want, was requesting a trade from what I know. And personally, I don't like he hasn't, he wasn't even starting. Like Spencer Martin was starting in, in uh, Utica and Abbotsford. So, I don't think he's really going to be a maybe a backup, I think, in the NHL. Um, so I know he was a Team Canada goalie, but if that's what you're bringing up... Like yeah, I was going to say, that was was gonna say you ago. can't live on potential based yeah. five or six yeah. years ago. That was a long time ago. And I've seen his <laughs> NHL debut live with my dad, and he got lit up. <laughs> yeah, well... He's a short team, goalie. Yeah, unfortunately, he's not the biggest. And then in terms of the defenseman, I mean, maybe he wasn't going to re-sign or they weren't going to re-sign him. I mean, sure, he's our best defensive prospect, but is he that great of a prospect? I don't know. Uh, it, it, I mean, it sounds like he's a top six max. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like probably an AHL defenseman. He was a yeah, that's, rounder. Yeah, that, that, those are my thoughts too. So I don't think like people are kind of criticizing the deal, but they probably turned nothing into maybe like like uh, Aaron. Did you say like maybe like a like a just a fill a hole while someone's hurt? Um, so I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be personally. Yeah, but I know it, it, had that comment. But yeah, I mean, just um, if you look at Studnik, I just have his stats here for. The last four seasons, he's played only 38 games with the Bruins, uh, mm-hmm. one goal and six assists. How, how old is he? Uh, he's 23, 24. I believe. 24? 23. Yeah, 23. All right. So he's just a fringe player. Yeah. I remember, I saw some oh. comments. He just never really fit into their system. Like, who knows if something can change with the Canucks. But, I mean, you never know. So they're they're picking a guy that can play NHL games opposed to, and they're just kind of getting rid of guys that mm-hmm. are, are you know farm team right now, yeah. Okay, that's all I see from it. If the defenseman is mate becomes a NHL player, then I'll eat my words. But <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the real concerning part that our best defensive prospect was a guy that. Is maybe just yeah. AHL level quality. That's the more concerning. Yeah, I don't know if that's defensive, defensive, but they said the best right-handed. Oh, yeah, not the best overall. I hope guys, not. Guys, no. you're forgetting we have Elias Pettersson. That's true. As a prospect, come on. See a left-handed. <laughs> he's okay. he's left-handed. <laughs> he was right don't forget about Jet Wu. Oh God. Jet Wu. Jet Wu. Yes. Okay. That's the thing. Everyone. Is he? Well, Uh-oh. he's no longer a prospect in my eyes. So yeah, it's hard. Pe- people talk about potential for so long, and at, at some point, it like it's very hard to make the NHL. At some point, it's you know, if every prospect hit their potential, like our team would be full of stars. 
Every, every team would be full of stars. You know what I mean? Yeah, every draft pick would work out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I think, like, uh, I, at least in the Pittsburgh days, Rutherford, Rutherford has some good trades under his belt. So, mm-hmm. like, I just wait and see. Anyway, um, moving on from the trade, uh, let's talk about the Canucks <laughs> and what their, what their problem is. Um, I, I watched the Carolina game, their last game, and while wow, I was really, really disappointed in the performance, and that third period, to anybody that watched that game, and especially that third period, that was a pathetic performance. They were completely outplayed, not just in the shot department. I'd agree. But, but they're like, wow. They had, I know they have injuries, especially missing Quinn Hughes, but they had absolutely zero breakout out of their zone. Um, the structure, like the hot, like they were, it was just they were just dumped in chase for the whole period. The one goal they got in that period was uh, kind of a fluke. It hit the defender's face, and I think Miller, who was just so pissed off, just hit, hit the puck as hard as he could. Um, and then Carolina's two goals, you might say it was a fluke as well, but our they got in front of our defense twice. Uh, our they our uh, our players missed their checks twice, um, and even when we were pressing, when we were down a goal, it was Carolina that was all over the forecheck, getting shots. Um, it was yeah, that was uh, one of the worst performances uh, I've, I've seen from the Canucks, and they just like didn't play as a unit. Um, so. Yeah, really, really disheartening to watch as a fan. I think they've got some tough. The more they lose, the more games they fall into this hole. I think the dressing room gets a bit um, mm-hmm. uh, looser. You know, obviously, like people kind of are at ends. Nobody likes losing, right? Um, and the more they go without just their first win, the media keeps talking and talking about it. So, um, who, who, um, Let's get some other thoughts from that Carolina game. Uh, anything else you noticed? Um, what was the what was that heated discussion between Shen and Miller about? Um, I I don't know specifically. Does anyone no. have any details? No, I don't know. It didn't really look like much. It was just like a little bit of back and forth. What? Yeah. Really it was just off of a alleged turnover by Miller or a lack of effort. I'm not too sure fully. But I think it was something but to do with that. I'm going to comment first on the home opener and the recent Carolina game because I was at mm-hmm. both of those games. And yep. um, just like Corey hit the nail like on the coffin there with the Carolina game, like even though we were outshot, like the Canucks team and like looked like they wanted to come back into the game. And I've seen Canucks come back many of times like throughout the years. Like they used to be known as the comeback kids, like when they were losing. Because they have like so much heart and effort, but literally, yeah, nothing was there. Um, the home opener was just um, like super, like disgraceful. Like jerseys thrown on the ice, people mm-hmm. are booing. Like last five minutes, whenever Miller had the puck, people would boo. You know, the fans really gave it to him. I think it was a little bit better in the Carolina game with the last like five minutes. People were actually cheering and trying to get the Canucks like you know riled up. Um, I didn't hear really any boos compared to the first game. But yeah, the first home opener with the jerseys thrown on the ice too. That was just a disgusting game. I know Buffalo is a kind of on fire right now. They're playing like a great team and a great unit, but wow. Five one against them. And like you're leaving players open in front of the net like Tage Thompson. Like he's gonna rip it every time. And that's what happened. Mm. So Mickey, are they were they specifically booing Miller or everybody yeah so when miller had the puck they would boo him but wow. in general really? like even if he was wow. like even, even if he didn't have the puck like you were hearing boos the last like five minutes of that game huh. people were leaving early like the stands were empty by like the last minute yeah wow. i saw a news story earlier today about miller and his family out at the pumpkin patch getting mm-hmm. heckled by fans with his like kids trying to pick up pumpkins next to him, and I mean that's which is not cool. Step too far, no. like, which is not cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not cool. But yeah, I didn't realize they were specifically booing him only. 
during the game, too. That's pretty crazy. Not to say perhaps he doesn't deserve it when he's playing, but you know what I mean? Like, there's a time and a place. I don't know. I mean, he just signed this massive contract, and I think everyone's just kind of like, you know, we could have gotten rid of him and, like, you know, got some prospects or some younger players to kind of mm-hmm. work around. But instead, we signed him for a massive deal, and now he's just kind of there. Like, mm-hmm. his, stat, his stat the first few games of the season, what he was on ice for all eight goals in the first, <laughs> like, two, three games or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know what needs to change, but if they don't get a win soon, like Corey said, like, the media is going to be all over them, and the dressing room is just going to be toxic. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's players... Just- and players you don't necessarily want to leave the team, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to eventually leave the team. Just maybe because they don't like the environment, you know, or maybe the management, the ownership just thinks it's kind of time for a new thing. Tough place yeah. To play. Yeah. It's a tough, tough spot. Like one thing I kind of noticed this game, like I watched a bit of the Hurricanes game, but I I think the Canucks are a lot faster, harder on pucks this game. So they do look a lot more physical tonight. Like there was two fights within the first few minutes. Yep. Another attempted fight, all from top six guys. I know Miller I mean... specifically. He the past few games, he just looks like he's feeling sorry for himself. This game, he looks more angry, and like there's actually a purpose behind his play. So that's a positive change. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's finally getting to them in a good way. Um, but yeah, we'll see how their last 10 minutes here go. But oh. yeah, it's currently 4-3 with 10 minutes left in the third. 4-3 for the Canucks, that is. Um, they are being outshot 18-29. to I will say, though, that Carolina game, if Demko was not in net, it would have been a really, really, really bad score. <laughs> like, yeah, Demko honestly played the best he did that game. Yeah, Demko's yeah. been really getting a lot of heat for how he's playing. I know he's definitely not playing to what he, you know, he wants you know, his standards to be, and he's letting in a few softies here and there, but the blame isn't on him. I've never no. looked at him throughout this whole first seven games and been okay he's the problem it's pretty much what's in front of him um and he's taking a lot of heat and his stats don't look good at all but that's not his fault. well no it's the team's lost every game exactly yeah. <laughs> like how can you blame them fully the quality of the shots that seattle's getting this game compared to the canucks are just insane like so many of their shots are like legitimate one-on-one actual scoring opportunities yeah like Demko is still saving them to this moment well there's been two breakaways for Seattle and they've both scored them yeah Canucks defense is uh, just terrible this year their defensive game is nowhere to be found and again I know they have injuries but that's it's it's how the team is playing and, you know, I, that goes back to the coach, really. Like, even without the injuries, like, with, with the proper lineup, they still don't have a great defense. We all we all knew about this. We all discussed it on the podcast before, how that could be, like, their downfall. So do we think it's the skill of the defense themselves or the structure that Boudreaux is having them play? It's, uh, well, it's both, I think. I mean, yeah. Hughes, being, Hughes being out doesn't help, but... Yeah, they're they're Seattle is all over them right now. Um, it's uh, they're paying to like with oh, safe. Sorry, Kyle, you're so delayed. Myers and Ekman Larson are both healthy. Yeah. If you have four, if you have two defensemen making fourteen million, you shouldn't be having defensive problems. Yeah, but those two. Blocks are not playing their value, mm-hmm. right? If you're putting that much money into two defensemen, like they should not have uh, as much trouble as they ha- as they are. So let's keep an eye on this game. we got eight minutes to go here. It's still a one-goal lead. Um, 
we'll come back to it once this game is over. Um, uh, but let's, uh, I'll pass it over to, uh, Kyle for our next segment. Was it trivia time? It's trivia time. Perfect. Awesome. We will be back to the game shortly for a live recap. Um, I, I kind of want your thoughts real quick, Kyle, on how the Avs are doing. Cause I know it's not really as hard of a start as they had last season. So I just want your um, on what you think is going I, on here. Yeah. If I'm a hundred percent honest, I haven't really watched too, too much. Um, unfortunately, um so and i'm not even that concerned i know that <laughs> wow. with the skill and the depth that they have they'll make the playoffs and then from there we'll see how it goes see how it shakes out um do i want them to be um a seven and oh or eight no uh absolutely i think i think frankie still hasn't found his groove as a backup goalie but georgiev is playing unreal lately um i think it's just a just a little Stanley Cup hangover action with uh, with just a bit of consistency, and we'll get there. I'm not too, too worried. It must be nice to not have to worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy <laughs> feeling. <laughs> yeah. Who do we play? We play New Jersey tomorrow. Should be should be good. Yeah, we're just we're just cruising in uh in in second place in the in the division and yeah, it's it's all right. It's all right. I don't have much to say. Colorado is raising banners, singing all the small things. Meanwhile, Vancouver is just on fire. Jersey's on the ice. Like... <laughs> anyway. Just complete opposites. Yeah, honestly. I'm watching Demko sprawl around here. Shots are flying at him. He's like yeah. turning around. Myers lying on the ice. Just like to flail around a little bit, eh? There's a couple. He needed, he needed to. Those the defensive. No, no, no. I, I, I understand. It's it's he just locked it for once. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, trivia time. Good. Okay, trivia time. I got so many of these things made up. I I I don't know which one to go with. Um. Do you want? One, two, or three level hardness. One. <laughs> do a one and then and then do a two or something like that. I got a one and I got a three. I think because because yeah, my because my pack question is going to be a three because I okay. don't think any of you guys will get it. Let's do that. Um, okay, let's rock and roll. Um, so this first one's going to be our general question. So a bit more recent history um, than the pack question. Um, let's rock and roll. Okay. Hint number one, this undrafted player signed with Philly and joined their franchise for the 2010 season. Building on top of that, hint number two, um, this player was hampered by groin injuries early in his career, which forced him to lose 17 pounds of muscle mass Going to t- into the 2016 season to increase his flexibility. Holy shit! Going oh, into which season? 2016. 2016, and he was he was signed in 2010. You said he was signed uh, undrafted entry level contract in 2010, um, and mm-hmm. obviously, like I kind of mentioned, he suffered a lot of groin injuries early in his career. Okay. Hint number three. You guys ready? Yep. Um, uh, wait, yep. do you have any? Do you no, have any? I just want to quickly uh, say that Seattle just tied it up. I'm sticking. Wait 20 seconds and check it out. No, they called no goal. Did they call they no call goal? No yep. Yeah, no goal. Oh, that that was, oh yeah, that's no goal. That thing was, <laughs> that thing was ten no feet in the air. <laughs> no goal. Okay. Oh, scared me there. All right. I I think I have a I have an inkling, Kyle. Do you? Okay. So okay. no, got it, but almost. Um, I'll. I mean, I have a. I have an idea. Okay. I, I have a guess. Yes, I have a guess. Okay. Okay. Um. Hint number three, this goalie would go on to win the Vesna Trophy the following season. 
um, which is the 2016-17 season. And hint number four, this goalie is the third winning, uh, this player is the third winningest Russian goalie of all time. Oh. This is the one for difficulty. This is the one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? Man, Jesus. So, does he still play the NHL? Yes, he's still an active player. Oh, I think I know shit. who. You said he signed with Philadelphia. Is that what you said? He he signed he signed with Philadelphia. And I mean, deal. does he play on a certain team called Florida? Yes. Okay, I got it now. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Mike, you really want that point. You really want to get added to the list, so yeah. Was that when Corey? Corey? Well, when you said Vesna, I was thinking, but I didn't know Bobrovsky ever played on Philadelphia. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, that did. totally threw me off. I did not know that. I didn't know about that. So, um, so sixteen pound thing. Yeah, yeah. That that was actually something that I for some reason like remember very vividly was the fact that because because he used to play at i think it was 200 pounds or 205 pounds so he was a really big goalie right and what kept on happening is he he was just too strong for for his frame so he had to lose uh, 17 pounds and his playing weight is now 182 so he's a little bit slimmer um Okay, I guess that was a bit harder than I remember making it out to be. I'm sorry. Um, I as soon as I was reading the hints off, I was like, "Oh, damn! This isn't a this isn't a one." But I remember why because I didn't want like a current player to have a super easy path because I, I thought it'd be a bit too easy if I. Um. No, yeah, you got us with that one. I did not know. Yeah. So so Bobrovsky. Right. Signed in in Philly. I I think he played there for like two seasons, and then he got traded to Columbus, and then eventually signed with the uh, Panthers. Sorry. Right. I'm I'm remembering that now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he's won. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Any? Sorry. Well, I was gonna say he's won two Vesnas uh, a few years apart, which is um. Oh sh! Did he what win? Did he... Oh, one of Vesna. Shit, he did win one really early on in Columbus. Yeah. So, um, no- normally you see the kind of winners close together, right? He's, I think that's what like four or five years apart, maybe, which is not not too common. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you're a Broder and you win like ten in a row. <laughs> anyway, yeah, number two. Okay, perfect. Um, number two. So this is this one's made out for for Max's dad, Pat. Um, I'm thinking he's gonna get this one, and I would be super duper impressed if any of you guys got it. Um, oh boy! Since this person is this person's prime was before we were all born. Oh boy. Okay. Um, hit number one. This player was drafted twice in his career, once by Calgary in 1981. And then, and then later by Minnesota in two thousand. Holy, Whoa. okay, wow. How does how does that how does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I want wow. the background after this. I'm out. Okay. Uh, um. Hint number two. This goaltender picked up his three hundredth career victory and seven penalty minutes on. The game er, in the game known as Bloody Wednesday. Again, we'll come back to this. With more <laughs> okay. for you, please. Sounds good. I'm um, just thinking of goalies that like like to fight. Would do that. <laughs> yeah, would do that. Yeah. Hit number three. This player won two Stanley Cups. His first in 1989 and his second in 1997. He took home the Conn Smythe Trophy for Detroit in 1997. And 
Wait, no guesses, guys. Nothing. I have a guess. I have a guess. Oh, you. Okay. Uh, hold hold on. Corey's got a got it, so we'll hold tight on that one. Um, hint number four. He is one of three players to have his jersey number retired by the Calgary Flames. The other two are Landy McDonald and Joe McGinley. Oh my God. Okay, I feel like Corey, you have I, it. I, I think so. Can you repeat the first hint real quick before he guesses? Or, yeah, what, for sure. What team did he get drafted by? This player was drafted twice in his career: once by Calgary in 1981, and then later by Minnesota in 2000. But yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this guy's a certain special somebody to be drafted twice. <laughs> 300 wins, yeah. Hey, Corey, what's the guess? Is it Mike Vernon? Hell yeah. Holy oh, shit. wow. How did That's, you hear that? I, I just, it's before my time, but I know he played for Calgary and Detroit. And uh, I, you know, I, yeah, I think Recon Smythe and things like that. I did not know he was drafted twice and by the Wild in 2000. I did not know that. So let's go uh, back to that. Kyle, can you explain that? Drafted twice? How did that even happen? So, so the Minnesota Wild um, were an expansion team in the 2000 oh. year, so he was drafted in the expansion oh. draft. Oh, you. That's such a... Oh, that is... I, I, I was thinking this dude literally walked across the stage yeah, twice at draft day. At like that's 30 kind of, years apart. That's that's 20 like... years apart. <laughs> I feel like you have to specify that it's an expansion draft. That's kind of... Anyways. Well, I didn't say he got drafted in the entry draft by Calgary. It's true. So. true. Also... Was it because is that famous fight too? That's why I remembered him too. Is it with Patrick Waugh? Is that the fight? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, okay. so his 300th career win came on that huge out on the game where the huge um, brawl between the Avalanche and the Red Wings. So, right. but he only picked up 17 minutes in penalty, or is it seven minutes in penalties? So he got five minutes for fighting and like a two minutes for crossing the center line or something like that. <laughs> Jesus. That's not bad. That was a good one. Yeah, and then uh, I think everything else on there is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, he won with the Flames when they won their cup, and yeah. So, awesome. Now, Kyle, before we move on from the trivia, do you want to just go over our Instagram trivia question? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Was it you, Aaron, that made that one up? It was me. Nice. And our Perfect. answer was, you got it right. Let's hear it. Valdit Nichushkin. Yeah. <gasps> Not quite as hard the as your uh, hints. Nichushkin. But I am curious. I know, Kyle, you commented Max had an answer too about how soon you were able to guess that. No, yeah. Sorry. Got to say it. Yeah. That's fair. Connor Garland, baby. Is that the first one? Oh, um, his last goal is a Canuck. Um, oh, so. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, wow. So so I got I got the Nachushkin hit hint um on the hard level. So the nice. second hint. I thought you might where in twenty sixteen he left for the NHL to play in Russia for two years. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I I guessed him on hard, but then the moderate kind of just, you know, guaranteed that answer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh for our listeners, we want to we want to hear your guesses and comments on these uh, posts. So you know, no one's gonna judge you if you're wrong. Uh, no one's gonna make fun of you. Um, personally, I didn't get any chew skin, so um, I missed that one. But yeah, comment and and play along because we we want uh, you guys to play along with these posts. Yeah, we did have a few people guess in the comments, and they were all spot on as well. So congratulations to you. Yeah, absolutely. Good. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it is on the it is on the honor code, so no no googling and no looking at the comments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the one thing that you guys both failed at is revealing the answer rather than telling us when you got the answer. 
Mm. Yeah, I mm. totally forgot. Oh, I, I see. Okay. Okay, I, I got excited that I knew it after the hard hint. Um, oops. <laughs> I, I did the same. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. So, I mean, I'll just quickly go over our little fan question here for you guys, uh, as well as the results from the previous one, which we talked about the re reverse retro jerseys. Uh, you guys all replied with similar, um, you know, you know, thoughts as us. Uh, we had answers of Tampa Bay, uh, Los Angeles, and San Jose, all with some pretty nifty jerseys, I would say. So I think we'd all agree with that. Uh, but Mikey, you were not present for the last podcast. So do you have any thoughts on your least faves? And Yeah, so I did like a three and three, just because there were so many of them. Um, my least favorite ones were the Sabres, Bruins, and Montreal just because they don't really look that appealing to me. <laughs> just by their logos and stuff, all the other teams were kind of creative with it. Uh, my favorite ones are Washington, Hurricanes, and Seattle. Seattle because the colors, and I mean, the Washington brought back their throwback jerseys, which I love. Yeah. So, totally. Like the, like the vintage, like Ovechkin, like young Ovechkin days. Yeah. Vintage visor, yellow laces Ovechkin. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, the type of Vetchkin that's just going to score, like, 14 goals on Seattle. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a, a late Tyler Myers penalty, and uh, Canucks did get an empty net goal, but Seattle just scored, and it is now 5-4 Vancouver with about 30 seconds left. This podcast might be silent for 30 seconds. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if... if Oh my god! Yeah. And uh, my god, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh... our penalty kill sucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Demko, where are you going, brother? Anyways, I can take over here with our uh, next fan question for you guys. Uh, it will probably might be a brief discussion here, based off of what happens in the next thirty seconds. <laughs> our our question for you guys is. Will Bruce Boudreaux be the head coach for the Canucks next year? Obviously, his contract is up after this season. Uh, Rutherford has made some questionable comments already about team structure and if he even wants Boudreaux behind the bench. So do we see him even making the rest of this season? So that's our question for you guys. Yeah, and now we have to play out these next 30 seconds here in hopes can hang on. I am on the edge of my seat, bro. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this happen way too many times. <laughs> um, I personally don't think Boudreau will be the Canucks coach next oh season. Oh my god, I thought that went in. I definitely agree. Like, even if he makes it the whole season, just mainly based on Rutherford's comments on like how he didn't even think he was going to be the coach this year. It doesn't really seem like he's too big of a fan of him. Oh. So unless something really changes. Oh my God, Miller with an insane block. We did it. Canucks win. He, he Our first win. Looks wow, like Miller Canucks blocked win. the shot. Oh my God! Wow. I really hope he's not injured. And Miller yeah. finally gets his 600th win. <laughs> Yeah, Bruce is here to stay. Bruce oh, is here geez. to stay. He got Very smiling. Miller is being helped off the ice after blocking a shot off the ankle in the dying seconds. Oh, he's going to be in. Oh, no, he's not going to be able to play now. <laughs> he injured himself. He is that. not putting in any weight on that ankle. He's needing um, help. Down. What price did we pay for this win? Oh no! Jesus Christ! Yes, more IR. Nine million dollars a year for seven years. Hey man, it's eight. Could be <laughs> eight. A Sorry. And it's broken bone, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a broken foot or leg. They're gonna have to uh, saw his skate off. Yo, he's not putting any pressure on it. Yeah. Oh, God, that's not a pretty sight. For Aaron or doesn't, mm -hmm. and that that was a that win did not come easy. No, that no, 
That was not a... I can't even fully say they deserved that win, to be honest. No, they got outshot uh, by quite a margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, you know tomorrow... Pittsburgh. I don't see players wearing those shot blockers much anymore, like the plastic ones that go over the skate. Is that just like not cool anymore? I remember when defensemen <laughs> used to just like block twenty shots a game off those things. Yeah, it's so nerdy to wear those, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that memo. Casts are way cooler. Come on. <laughs> the LTIR um, is so in right now. <laughs> yeah the, the LTR our regular season and just coming back for the playoffs that's what that's the key to success the Kucherov yeah exactly but no you're right We I don't see those anymore only like a few veteran defensemen I think have them mm. like they make the skates a lot harder now so Sometimes you don't need them as much, but if you're still taking like a like a one timer off the skate, if you just like took what Miller took, you're done. Oh, absolutely. Like 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 a wrist shot, not so much, but mm-hmm. even some guys can grip it though. Well, well, any final comments on our big Canucks win before we wrap things up here? Um. It, it didn't come easy. <laughs> right and JT Miller might be out. And yeah, right. Really? <laughs> we're happy, more not too happy. <laughs> exactly. It's but, you know. Pittsburgh, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. A small step in the right direction. At least. Yeah. Yeah, baby steps. Who knows? Maybe they'll win six in a row now. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Never know. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that does it for us this week then. Um, like Corey alluded to earlier, please make sure you guys are going over to our Instagram and commenting on all of our posts. We have our Mikey Monday segment. We have our Trivia Tuesday and just any other clips that we think are interesting from our podcast over the couple weeks. Um, other than that, uh, make sure that you guys are letting us know if you want to hear us talk about any other teams. Because obviously we have a lot of Canucks fans here, our one Avalanche fan. But we want to talk about what you guys want to hear. So please let us know if there's any topics you guys want uh, to hear us talk about. So other than that, we will see you next week and happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>